Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow714 and today I'm going to talk about training and, uh, and exercising and, uh, and competing, which are three different things, but things we will see in the gym every single day, every single week, every single month and so forth. So neither one of these things is incorrect. It's always contextual. And neither one of these things is, um, well, they're all necessary to a degree as well. And in fact, to some degree, you are actually almost doing all of them um, at any given time. But I'm going to explain the difference and the importance of what you're doing in the gym, if that's what you do. So let's start with exercising, because I would suggest that out of everybody that, that, that moves their body, uh, out of the people that move their body deliberately, majority exercise. Some people compete and very minimal train and even less of that train for an actual, um, I don't say legitimate reason, but for a specific reason. So a very small minority, right? So let's start with the, the, the majority exercise. These are people that are just going through and, and blindly burning calories. They're moving their body. They're going to exercise classes. They're one in groups of 40, 50, 30, maybe even 20. Or they're going for a run or they're just going to the gym and, and just doing what they feel like on the, on, on the day. None of this is remotely incorrect at all. No matter what anyone tells you, it's not fucking incorrect. The thing is, is that is it useful at your, you know, where you're at in your life? Now, if you've got a heap of shit in your life going on and you couldn't possibly like take this consideration of following a structured plan, just getting a chance to exercise for a couple of, you know, hours a week is, is like a real luxury and someone says you're just wasting your time you need to be eating right you need to be following this training plan you need to be measuring yourself you need to be weighing yourself they're so focused on their goals right what they think is important that they're completely missing you when we look at what we're doing training wise we have to have a look at it through the lens of where are we at with our life conditions how much stress can i take on and how much stress am i taking on at this given time Exercising's fine, short term. Long term, blindly exercising and moving dysfunctionally is probably going to cause you particular issues or injuries because that's the thing. Running doesn't cause injuries necessarily. There's a little asterisk, but just bear with me. Deadlifting doesn't cause you injuries. N- none of these particular exercises cause you injuries. Poor function, awareness, and movement causes injuries, right? And that's a really important thing to take into consideration and when people exercise they're not usually paying attention to their body they're usually paying attention to the exercise that they're executing and usually they fucking slaughter it so that's exercise not wrong not right you see it in your your hit classes where people are, or boot camps it's just is what it is and that's why it's cheaper it's why it's always going to be cheaper because you're you're simply just blindly exercising and you're in the conversation around um, how many reps did you do and you're in the conversation of just basic black and white cues. Some people compete and I, I'm, I would suggest that a lot of people compete now not from the sense of I go to a competition to compete as in they walk in the gym that day and they go hard as a motherfucker. They go as hard as they possibly can. 
Now, this sounds like it's a badge of honor, but there isn't a fucking athlete in the world that does this. There is not an athlete in the world that will go to the gym or, or do their training balls out every single day. But we expect our accountants to do it for an hour before going and sitting at a desk in small cushioned high heels or whatever else they're fucking wearing. And so a lot of the time as well, there's this overlay of exercise and competition. And so some people are not even consciously aware of how their body's moving. They're just somewhat relatively strong or somewhat relatively fit. And so they're competing on that particular day to get the fastest time or whatever the case might be. Not the fastest time that they can do well, the fastest time, right? And so there's this overlay and that's what we see almost like it takes the injuries in exercising and it presses a fast forward button. So it's a really interesting thing. It's also what what we're disregarding when we're just blindly comp- competing every single day. What we're disregarding is our ability to look at how all of the things in our life affect our energy levels, the way we recover, um, our ability to be in a parasympathetic state from time to time to actually rest, digest, recover, all, all of these other factors that go into our actual performance. Because at some point, it was cool on Instagram to put go hard or go home, um, you know, savage and all this kind of shit. But we've got to look at how does it fit within your ecosystem? Is, is, is it ecological? Is it something that you can do for a long time? And if it's not, if it's a short-term thing, that's also fine. You can get after it short-term. It's not putting that down either. It's just going, do you know the fine print here? Because don't go sparring and don't go you know, competing, inspiring, smashing your head in and then go, oh, why did I get you know, braid damage? It's like, did you not read the fine print? That's, that's what you signed when you decided to go this hard. You signed that there's a chance you're going to get injured and here you are. That's the key reality of going that hard. I mean, with any form of movement, you're going to run into niggles. And those niggles are giveaway signs more often than not. Sometimes they're stop signs, but more often than not, they're giveaway signs. And it gives you a chance to just slow down and learn what happens so you can get stronger and move forward from that. Otherwise, um, the difficulty of it is that you think that an injury or a niggle, if you ignore a niggle, it turns into an injury. That's for damn sure. It doesn't just magically go away. Like, like this isn't magic. This is fucking science. And so the key thing here is that if we can address these types of issues and, and, and niggles or injuries with a curiosity and, and an ability to learn more about ourselves, we come out the other side stronger but also more independent every single time. Then we have the concept of training. Training is this underpinning that there's a, there's a a, a very variance in between your volume and loading throughout the week. There's there's a goal that we're moving towards over a period of time. Now, usually the the difficulty of this is that they go well. If you want to get stronger, if that's a goal, here's a program to get stronger. And usually you do that program and you get stronger at the movements that you're doing in the program. And this is the kind of key thing we look at as somebody that goes, I'm doing a powerlifting program because I want to get strong. It's like, okay, that's good. Strong for what? doesn't mean powerlifting shouldn't be a component of your training, but picking up something straight up and down multiple times doesn't mean that you're going to, it will have overlap, but doesn't mean you're going to actually be able to function your gait, your walk, to carry something heavy, to match tension to task. And this is the key thing here of like, what is it that we're actually training for? And this is why the smallest, if you imagine all these are circles, right? And they envelop each other. The smaller circle is people that train for something relevant to their life. 
Now, that could be powerlifting if that's their hobby, if that's their passion. could be Olympic lifting. It could be CrossFit. could be rugby union. It could be, could be golf. could be anything. But the key thing here is that if you don't want to go down the path of competing in any particular sport, but you want to get as strong as fit as you can for your life, you've got to look at the training that you're doing and you're going, how is this going to allow me to improve my kinesthetic, my kinesthetic or somatic intelligence, my body intelligence over the years to come so I can understand a lot more about myself and what I'm actually capable of for what I'm actually doing in life. Putting a barbell on your shoulders and just squatting ass to grass doesn't necessarily mean that's going to help you function and do the shit you actually want to do in your real life. Especially if you go, I want to get strong so that I can play with my kids for the next 15 years. And so you go down the path of powerlifting and you continue to put barbells on your backs, crank your body into external torque and still like load that up. Then you might be worrying yourself for particular injuries that might stop you from doing the things that you actually wanted to do in the first place because you're in pursuit of inverted commas strong. It doesn't mean you shouldn't powerlift. It doesn't mean you shouldn't incorporate those movements into a strength program if you're just wanting to train for life. It doesn't mean that. It means have a look at your ecosystem of your program and how it's actually applying to the things you want to do outside of here. You don't have to keep pushing numbers higher in order to get benefits for your training in life. But what's crucial is that you train. Don't just blindly compete. Don't just blindly exercise. Make sure you're training for results for the next 15 to 20 years. And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you would pass on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial. If you haven't already, grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you would like one personally signed by me. Um, if you're a coach, an athlete, or a high performer, stay tuned. We're going to have some programs for you real soon. I'm looking forward to launching these. But for me right now, that's it. I'm out. Until tomorrow, big love, peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.